0: Okay, thank you for coming to the longer version of this episode. Um, I did this before, but I didn't like... Okay. That is outrageous. (laughs) Um, I recorded it before, but I I felt too rambly. And I appreciate a ramble, but that ramble was too much. So I'm gonna try to polish it up more and try again. So when I'm saying that Nigerian... Political, I'm already messing up. <laughs> oh my goodness. When I'm saying that the Nigerian political system isn't really conducive to younger people today, I mean that the system is still stuck in the generation that defined it. When Nigeria, Nigeria's a new country, it's fairly new, it's really young, it's had almost three generations in independence. What I mean by that is that, like, our grandparents fought for Nigeria's independence. Our parents are have been the people that have kind of grown up with the country. Nigeria is about the same age as people's parents right now. And then there's my generation who came after Nigeria was, like, a fully established independent country, which is, like, us, me. And, like, people my age now have children, so I guess there's four-ish generations in Nigeria's independence right now. So... Our grandparents' generation, were, when they were young, they got the opportunity to fight for a country, really believe in something and fight colonialism and say, we want to be our own people, our own country, are ruled by our own ideals, and they got the chance to do that, and we got our independence. And then they got to build and design a country that worked for them. Yes, I understand that the very basis of Nigerian politics stems in colonial roots, and we still have those same ideas that we didn't technically get independence, so we still follow the rules of the colon- of the colonizers, <laughs> but like, all that being aside, <laughs> even though it can't be aside, our grandparents got the chance to form a nation, and they were in power, so all the Annamdi and the Buharis and the of it are the grandparents. Um, our parents were kind of born in the midst of that formation. In independence, our parents were born. So sixty late 19, early 60s to like 90s. 60s and 90s, what? 60s and 70s, oh my God, I can't count. 1960s and 70s is kind of where Nigeria was formed. Late 50s to early 70s. If your parents were kind of born in that age, those are the parents I'm talking about. They were born in Nigeria's independence and have grown up with Nigeria. So their picture of Nigeria is very different from our grandparents' picture of Nigeria, and it's also very different from our picture of Nigeria. Our parents have kind of had an opportunity to kind of see the country as it is shaped and formed to what it is now. And even though we have a global identity that is very strong, partly through the work of our parents and grandparents. The young people, so is me, have seen a lot of things that they've done that we could improve so much more on. The issue, and that is just going with the times. Every generation of younger people has kind of had a chance to, at it's typically how it would go, is that they would get a chance to form the nation to their generation, for the time that their generation is kind of in charge. The problem in Nigerian politics is that our grandparents are still in power, right? So our parents now are considered the youth of politics, and then we are not even on the board, right? Our grandparents are still in power and have been in power since before Nigeria was Nigeria. They've gone through the entire lifetime of their generation, refused to be to leave and kind of succeed to the next generation to kind of take over and shape it for themselves and so now our parents are considered youth in politics so if you're following and I know I'm it's kind of harder to understand so politics is almost a generation slower than it should be get it so our parents right now are youth in politics but they're not youth in real life so now our parents are the innovators and the people who are starting to get their shots. So consider a landmark of our parents to be like, good luck Jonathan. He was the age of our parents roughly and they now are getting a chance to enter into politics So they are the governors, they are the um, representative. They still haven't gotten to like a presidency proper yet. So our parents have kind of done that, and that's where they are. So our parents in their heads are still trying to shape a country when we are like, we're young people now, the country should not be stalling. So we're sorry that almost our parents didn't get a shot to rule the country, but we're not trying to sit back and wait till we are 50, 60 years old to not want to try to make a change. You get what I'm saying? We are young and vibrant. Politics shouldn't be a retirement plan. You get put that on a put that on a t-shirts. Politics is not a retirement plan. You cannot live your life, wait until you're older, and then now say now that I have time and I have money and I have all these things. Now I want to help my community. That doesn't work for what politics is supposed to be. Our system should be outlined in a, in a model that is transparent enough that whenever someone has the interest-ish to get into politics, they should be able to, right? And I feel like our parents' generation kind of were lax in that because nobody wants to be a politician. Politics kind of got a bad rap for a while, and our grandparents were just like, well, if you're not going to do it, we're not going to do it, and we're not going to um, let you take it, almost. So our grandparents have been ruling this country for a while and are still ruling. Our parents are just getting in the door. We are so far removed from it that even though we're clawing and clawing and making so much noise, we're not even on the same playing field as them. If you don't, you have to be almost, I don't even know how to describe what I'm saying, but if you're, if you're following me, you can feel the frustration in my voice saying that like, I don't even know where to start to get into politics. None of our systems are transparent because our grandparents didn't need to be transparent. They were just trying to do what they needed to do to get a country up and running. Our parents didn't care about transparency because a lot of things that happened in their lifetime that didn't allow transparency. But with us and the internet and technology and all the things that are good in this generation, we have a certain standard that we are expecting, but our political system is almost a whole generation before us. So... Picture this, we are in the age of the internet and everything is online and you can call up anyone Everyone has a phone number like you know what I'm saying. You can google The office of whoever whoever Whatever whatever and call them and say who is my this person to this person? Who do I talk to about this thing? How do I get access to these resources and blah 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 and someone will connect you but in Nigeria our politicians don't even have offices yet not to even talk of having phone numbers, not to even talk of having websites, not to even talk of reaching the people. That's what I'm talking about. Of how politics is almost like a generation behind the rest of us. And they don't know what's going on and we don't know what's going on. And even though we are all supposed to be working together to kind of form something, it's so divided. And so the politics and the rules that the people are making today cannot possibly reflect the people who they're going to affect because at the end of the day the rules that Buhari is making right now and the changes that he's making don't affect him because he's pretty much up and done they affect our parents and very little because for our parents age who are like 50s 60s that's retirement age pretty much right and those rules and changes that they make affect me the 20-something-year-olds, the 30-something-year-olds, those are the people who are going to have to live their lives, either fixing whatever people screw up, or living with the consequences of what decisions that other people made, and if they're not going to listen to us, not because they don't care to listen to us, even though a lot of them don't care to listen to us, but assuming that politicians were willing and trying to listen to the people, how would they? How? How? where would they meet you, (laughs) you know? They don't have websites. They don't have processes. They don't have procedures. No one is checking on them. There's no accountability. They wouldn't even understand how to be accountable, even if they cared to be accountable. You know what I'm saying? No one is asking them questions because no one even knows where to start. What kind of questions to ask? Where do you start asking? Who do you start asking? Who are the people before you get to the president? Who are the chairman and blah blah, blah 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 how do you establish accountability on all those fronts to the process to the time where like a system works i don't have an answer i don't have a solution i'm just saying listen to younger people like nigeria is very stuck on this system of like respect your elders and blah 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 and how dare you go against me i know more than you because i'm older than you and that's fine but well, in reality, that's not how life works. You know? People who are younger than you sometimes, very real times, have things to say that are better than what you're saying. So maybe listen to them. Even if they're not better, listening to them creates the avenue that they can bring up something to you if it is better. But with the way Nigeria is right now, young people don't really have you have to you almost have to be disrespectful to make change or to even to make you have to make noise you have to make noise you have to be disrespectful I mean don't get me wrong I like the idea of being disrespectful for a good cause I mean any opportunity to be disrespectful to something that doesn't make sense throw it at me but like I need I also need transparency because if someone like me is trying to get into politics how do you even do that? How? I don't... Have you looked on... If you look on INX website, you, you maybe you understand what I'm trying to say. Nothing is there. Like, it doesn't have any information on political processes. You don't know what you're doing. Because I know... This is kind of the silver lining to this. But Harry signed a bill last year that drops the minimum age requirement for running for office. It used to be 35 for um, Senators, now it's 30. It used to be 30 for House of Representatives, and now it's 25. And he also signed on that you do not need to have a political party to run. So that means you can run independent or non-partisan. But if you run non-partisan, that's something you're trying to do. How? Our next website has no information. And they're supposed to be, like, the independent body of electoral processes in Nigeria. They have nothing. Um, There isn't any information out there of how young people can actually get involved with political parties. The political parties don't have websites. They don't have representatives. They don't have people who are actively on the ground. What happens is that all these parties pop up only when it's time for election. expect people to kind of rock with them when you haven't been rocking with us from time so how how do we don't even know who you are you know there's a reason why PDP a, a, and all those guys A whatever and AP whatever there's a reason why those guys are popular because you see them you see them all the time and seeing things is <laughs> I was gonna say seeing things is good but it is good to see things because the more you see, the more you're comfortable with. People trust a PDP, and APC and APGA and all those guys. Not because they're the best, but because they're the ones you see. And so it's almost a mentality of the devil you know is better than the angel you don't know. So for younger people who are trying to get involved, this is my suggestion. Figure out what you're trying to get involved in. If what you want to do is form a party, form the party, but also have a presence in your communities do things, let people know who you are, that's the only way you can gain credibility in a system that isn't built on transparency, you have to show the people that you are transparent and they have to trust you and that's the only way they're going to trust you right now, if you're not trying to go that route and you're just trying to be involved, then be involved, that's, it's, it's, It's almost dumb advice, but, like, that's the advice. Do things in your community. Care about the people who you care about and care about them hard. Beyond that, there's not really much I can tell you to do. Be active in your communities. Care about people. Be kind. That's it. And if you're trying to kind of be a leader in communities, learn to listen to what the people want. Because you don't have all the answers, but with collaboration, there's... Literally no limit to what you can do. Um, that's that. Um, thank you so much for listening. This was a really fun episode. I haven't done this in a while. So I may be a little rusty. So just forgive. Um, but tell me what you thought about kind of this format and how you're feeling about it. And if you want it to continue or change or let's evolve as we learn and grow. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Bye.